0: Mean to bless someone? Yeah, I've always wondered that. Yeah. Well, you know, in down south, they always say like, bless yeah. their heart, which I think is a put
1: down. <laughs> I'm not from the south, but I think that's a put down. Yeah, Usually, it comes right right in the middle of some juicy gossip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there is that idea of like, I want to bless you. Yeah. Or I can I just you know bless you with a prayer or something. You know that that is something that we do or we talk about uh-huh. and we see that here in Leviticus chapter nine.
1: Or or here, here's another one, Junior. Blessing the food when we pray. Yeah. Let's just bless the food. Yeah. Yeah it's a good question. What do we mean right. by that? Yeah. Well, we're going to see Moses do some blessing today. Okay.
0: Uh, actually Aaron. And so we'll see that today in Leviticus chapter 9.
1: All right, you're listening to Between the Lines, I'm Scott yeah. Junior, and uh I'll go ahead and get started okay. verse 1. After the ordination ceremony that was the ordination of Moses and I arming mean Aaron and his offspring. After the ordination ceremony on the 8th day Moses called together Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. He said to Aaron, Take a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, but without both without defects, and present them to the Lord. Then tell the Israelites, take a male goat for a sin offering and take a calf and a lamb, both a year old and without defects, for a burnt offering. Also take a bull and a ram for a peace offering and flour moistened with olive oil for a grain offering. Present all these offerings to the Lord, because the Lord will appear to you today. So the people presented all these things at the entrance of the temple, just as Moses had commanded Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Come to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering to purify yourself and the people. Then present the offerings of the people to purify them, making them right with the Lord, just as he has commanded. So Aaron went to the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. His sons brought him the offering, and he dipped his finger in it and put it on the horns of the altar. He poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. It's kind of an interesting thing here because the you know Aaron and his offspring, the priests, they were offering sacrifices for the people, for the congregation. And now they just go through this ordination and some of the symbolism that, you know, the ritual that surrounded that. And now they're to offering, they're to make these offerings, these sin offerings for themselves and for their own sin because of the recognition that hey priests are not, these are still human beings and they're, they're sinful too. And that they needed their issues taken care of. Hmm. Verse 10, then, then he burned on the altar, the fat, the kidneys and the long robe of the liver of the sin offering, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Uh, the meal and the hide, however, he burned outside the camp. Why don't you go ahead and pick it up there? Yeah.
0: It would be verse uh, verse twelve. Verse twelve. Um, it says, "Next, Aaron slaughtered the animal for the burnt offering. His sons brought him the blood and spattered it, uh, splattered, splattered, splattered it against all sides of the he altar." Used to
1: watching Dateline. It's blood spatter instead of blood splatter. <laughs> That's good. It was uh, we we
0: just did a sermon on uh, Ananias and Sapphira, uh-huh. and I started out um, kind of like a Dateline. It's like uh, there's two graves. Weeks ago, they were in church worshiping. How could it end like this? And <laughs> oh, boy. The guys oh. in the back are like, I wanted to play the Dateline music <laughs> behind you splattered it against all sides of the altar. Then they handed him each piece of the burnt offering, including the head, and he burnt he burned them on the altar. Then he washed the internal organs and the legs and burned them on the altar along with the rest of the burnt offering. Next, Aaron presented the offerings of the people. He slaughtered the people's goat, presented it as an offering for their sin, just as he had, done, uh, had first done with the offering for his own sin. Then he presented the burnt offering and sacrificed it in the prescribed way. He also presented the grain offering, burning a handful of flour mixture on the altar in addition to the regular burnt offering for the morning. Then Aaron slaughtered the bull and the ram for the people's peace offering. His sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it against all sides of the hmm. altar. Then he took the fat of the bull and the ram, the fat of the broad tail, and from the around the internal organs, along with the kidneys and, and the long lobes of the livers. And
1: all, it was, this was all for their own sin.
0: Yeah. So much detail.
1: Mm-hmm. He placed these fat portions
0: on top of the breasts of these animals and burned them on the altar. Aaron then lifted up the breasts and the right thighs of the special offering to the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. After that, Aaron raised his hands, here it is, toward the people and blessed them. Hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. He's praying blessings on them. Right. May the Lord, I mean, that's a blessing in the Old Testament. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And what, what would you say to that,
1: Dad, as far as what it means to? Actually, bless somebody. Well, it literally means to make holy or special. Um, you know, I think typically when we t- use that word, we we use it in such a sense that we're doing something to make them happy. But I, but it has you know to do something good to them that they would feel good about. But here it's it's wishing them well spiritually that they were. Setting these people apart as being God's people. Okay, so that that I guess that would be the best meaning of that Hebrew word that's used yeah, here. Yeah. So when you
0: say I, I just want to bless you, it would mean <laughs> praying for spirit that
1: they would spiritually thrive. That would be technically that would be the yeah the pure meaning of the word. I think that's what and that should be our goal. Oh, of course. Usually, when we say I want to bless you, I, I think that we mean by that is I want to do something nice to you. Okay. But as Christians, and, I, and we should. We should want yeah. to do nice things for people. But as Christians, in a greater way, we should want to help them spiritually. Yeah.
0: Then after presenting the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering, he stepped down from the altar. Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle. When they came back out, they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground. Wow. All right. Well, and all of Leviticus this 9. was
1: a spectacle to behold as well, yeah. everything that was happening. And it was something that they would remember and would make a big difference in their lives. Absolutely. Let's get over to Psalms. We're in Psalm 62, 63, and 64 for today. and Or 61, 62, and 63, that is. And uh, I just chose a verse in Psalm 62, verse 9, that says, To the greatest... To the lowliest, all are nothing in his sight. If you weigh them on the scales, they are lighter than a puff of air. It's just a reminder of the power and the nature of the greatness of God, that anything that we can imagine in this world, that none of it can even begin to compare to the majesty of who God is. It says, from, from the lowliest to the greatest, everything is nothing in his sight. If you could weigh everything, it would be like puffs of air compared to the magnitude of the majesty of God. Hmm. He is our great God who loves us, cares about us, and wants to walk with us. Yeah, and that should blow our mind today. Yep. All right, well, it's
0: February 2nd. Which is Groundhog Day, which is I, even as a kid, I thought it was just the dumbest thing in the world.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it was never, nothing I ever celebrated yeah. I, as a kid. <laughs> well, I don't even know how you celebrate it. Well, they have, they, you, usually in the news, you know, they yeah. they would always have, uh, they, they would go out to a park and the mayor would be there and they would see if the groundhog sees its shadow right. or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess was, it, it goes back. There's been to a like couple like of movies called German? Groundhog yeah, Day. Don't right. worry.
0: But I, it goes back to, like, uh, German folklore, I guess. It, it roots way back. I wonder if it's pagan, if it has pagan roots.
1: But um, who knows? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I guess I view it as a legend. You know, if the yeah. groundhog, what? If he sees his shadow, he gets scared, runs back in. and Yeah. So if it's cloudy, and, it's you're going to have less winter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Whatever. it's February 2nd. we still got a lot of winter to go. <laughs> That's right. All
0: right. Hey, have a good weekend this weekend. Yeah. We hope to see you in church. We hope that you—I know it's Leviticus. I know yeah i'm not sure if you like super excited to read leviticus 10 or not but do it
1: oftentimes when we get in yeah when we get into leviticus we get to find out the ones who are really serious about doing their best to understand what god wants them to know and so you just make up your mind that it's not just getting through this book but you're going to get some good things out of this as well and we'll be back in the new testament then when we finish this book that's right so read yeah read tomorrow and sunday and we'll see you in church too have a good one